You are listening to the podcast of International Media Network TV BRICS. Dr. Haja Ramatolai Vuri has been the Minister of Technical and Higher Education of the Republic of Sierra Leone since August 2023. She got her education at the universities of Liverpool and Wolverhampton and received her PhD in medicine in the University of Warwick in the United Kingdom. She teaches at the College of Medicine and Allied Health Sciences, University of Sierra Leone. She is the author of several studies on health system issues in Sierra Leone. Dr. Vuri was involved in the development of the Republic's post-Ebola health sector recovery plan. Good afternoon, Dr. Vuri. Good afternoon. Tell us about the education system of the Republic of Sierra Leone. How is it organized? Thank you very much. So in Sierra Leone, we have, um, as with other parts of the world, we have early childhood development, um, so foundational learning, primary school, secondary school, and um, universities and vocational training. We, uh, Ministry of Education was split into two, and we have one ministry of basic senior, senior secondary school education dealing with early childhood development, primary schools and secondary school. And then we have the Ministry of Tertiary and Higher Education, which is the ministry that I head, and we deal with universities and vocational training. Which specialities are the most popular in your country today? Uh, if we talk about technical specialities and if we talk about specialities which are more the most popular among young people who want to get a higher education? I think it's quite um, diverse. I think um, we have quite a number of different sectors that is quite relevant. And all of this is linked back to our development agenda. So education is something that we have prioritized, especially over the last five years, from 2018 to 2023, so the first five years of the current government headed by His Excellency President Julius Madabio, education was a priority, was the flagship program. And currently for the next five years, human capital development is a, is a priority, has been identified as a priority. And um, as I've mentioned, it's quite diverse. We have medical doctors because we need to further strengthen our health sector or re-emerging sectors like the mining sector. We have engineering, we have um, vocational training. These are all sectors that will ensure that our young people are equipped with 21st century skills. There's also a big push for technology and digitalization. And this is one of the priorities of the current government to ensure that we foster digitalization and um, technology into our systems and processes. And as you know, that will really help us when it comes to efficiency, effectiveness, and so on and so forth. So it's quite diverse, but it's all linked to our national development agenda. We are Currently at the People's Friendship University of Russia, where an international scientific conference of students and young scientists for the sustainable development of civilization is regularly held. How relevant do you think uh, such conferences are today and how can they be useful? Um, I think it's it's very, very relevant and also very timely. Um, as you know, the UN General Assembly was held early this year, in well, in, in September of this year, and we're at the halfway mark. So at this halfway mark, it's really ensuring that we create these dialogue platforms where we could bring um, different perspectives from different parts of the world to 
to share their experiences and, and best practices as to how we can achieve the sustainable development goal now that we're in the second half. So I think it gives us an opportunity to pause, to, to look back on progress that we have made um, since the, the, the SDGs um, were introduced up until this point, reflect on um, what we have done so far in terms of the opportunities, how can we maximize upon them, the challenges, how can we address them in a concerted manner, learning from um, experiences from other parts of the world, and then using all of that collectively to raise the bar and really push forward um, um, achieving these sustainable development goals by 2020, 2030. As you know, there are 17 sustainable development goals of the United Nations. There is a quality education among them. What do you think should be done to achieve this goal on the whole planet as soon as possible? Sustainable development goals, I think education is one of them. But for me, it's the foundation for you to achieve all of them because you need the human capital to achieve all of the SDGs. So for me, it's, it's at the center of all of the SDGs. And um, education is what will push forward that by ensuring that we train the right people in a very deliberate manner where we are um, training based on what is needed at country level, at continent level, at regional level, at whatever level, and um, ensuring that it's speaking to a need. And that would really go a long way in, in um, optic, in ensuring that we, we maximize upon these skills that our young people have acquired um, through education and ensure that we put them in the driving seat. I think our young people should be seen as our most valuable asset. And, um, and it's something that I think most countries are catching up to that. For Sierra Leone, I, I know that for sure, we have a very youthful population and um, the president has tapped into that. If you look at the current cabinet now, we have quite a number of young um, cabinet ministers. And, um, and, and I remember him saying that I have a, a youthful cabinet and I make no apologies for that. And I think that really goes a long way in them seeing that they, they are valued, they are being brought to the decision table and if they were to circle back and ensure that they when when they're studying in their various educational institutions that they are quite diligent and to, to, uh, knowing that the possibility is there for their voices to be captured in, in decision-making tables. What actions are being taken in Sierra Leone today to achieve this goal of sustainable development? Um, so in Sierra Leone it's um, ensuring that we our national development agenda links to the need is informed by what is needed at that point in time and um, it involves working um, at intro level so working with the right ministries but not in silos working together so that we're not duplicating efforts it's um, ensuring that we share best practice with each other and um, also share our challenges and co-create solutions together, identifying who the relevant stakeholders are, bringing them to the decision table, ensuring that everybody has a, their, their, their voice is captured in the, in, in, in the decision-making spaces. And that really goes a long way in promoting national ownership and national leadership, which in my experience helps with sustainability. We also are investing um, in, in our development agenda. Education, for example, as I mentioned, was a flagship program for the government. It's still a priority. And just to emphasize that, over the last five years, and currently we, the government is investing 21% 
of the national budget to the education sector because we see education as valuable, education is key, as what we need to push forward as socio-economic development. So there's, there's huge national investment in that. And at the same time, we're leveraging on partnerships, um, existing partnerships and potential partnerships that will support our endeavors and work collaboratively with us. What do you think about the Russian education system? Uh, what experience of Russia can be useful for your country, in your opinion? Thank you very much um, for that question. So currently, Sierra Leone and Russia, um, we've um, had a bilateral relations that spans over 60 years. And that involves having Sierra Leonean students come to Russia to study in, in different sectors, mainly in the, in the medical field. And when they go back, they contribute immensely to pushing um, forward our health system when it comes to health system strengthening. And um, I think that that is quite key and it supports our, our human capital development drive. And we look forward to, to continuing with that partnership, diversifying into different sectors where we can all link back to our national development agenda. We look forward to um, also working within the vocational training arm to see what are the, what are the mutual benefi beneficial um, projects that we can embark upon. And I think most importantly, it also gives our, our, our young people studying here the opportunity to immerse themselves into the, the Russian culture. That helps them to be quite um, exposed and also when it comes to um, adopting um, um, uh, or, or, or um, enjoying the, 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 the culture of, 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 of another country, but also being able to, to be, to express themselves in their culture as well. So it creates a two-way learning and um, sharing, knowledge sharing platform for, the, for, the, for, for our students and also Russian students here. And that really goes a long way in promoting global citizenship. If we talk not only about your country, but also about the African continent as a whole, not only about one sustainable development goal, but about all 17, how is the African continent proceeding towards these goals? What do you considered to be the most uh, significant result of this work? I think um, achieving the sustainable development goal is everybody's business. It's on everybody's agenda. And as a continent, we're very committed to, to, to achieving that because we know what that would mean for the continent. It will really change the way things are done at, at continental level. And what we're doing to achieve that is platforms like this, the conference that we have, even at continental level, we have conferences that bring together um, the relevant stakeholders from the different countries to share best practices, knowledge sharing. Um, we have the African Union pushing forward their agenda as well, which is all linked back to the Sustainable Development Goal. So we have Agenda 2063 from the African Union, which speaks to the, to the, to the global SDGs. And we are ensuring that we develop partnerships, develop network at continental level, at country level, at institutional level, to see how we maximize upon the resources that we have. We create equitable partnerships and see how we can work together because every achieving one creates a positive ripple effect for achieving the other. So it's all interconnected. What do you believe a comprehensive approach should be first and foremost to ensure that Africa achieves all the sustainable development goals as soon as possible? I think for me it's ensuring that we are in the driving seat. 
we we um, we know our country our countries best we know our continent best we know what our unique challenges are we know what our gaps are and we have to be in the driving seat to push for that agenda thank you very much thank you you are listening to the podcast of international media network tv bricks